If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my goofy and lovely wife, Shira. <laughs> I can't even say my name, Shira. Y'all missed it. Before I turn uh, these mics on, Shira called herself rapping. I was trying and my boy, best. Boy, was it bad. Shire, remember you told me, uh, before we get started, remember you told me you used to want to be a rapper? <laughs> yes. You know, when Lauren Hill came out with the miseducation of Lauren Hill, you know, there were times when she would rap and I knew the lyrics and I thought that, you know, you maybe you, I could you too. You had some bars, huh? <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you outgrew that one. Uh, but Shire, how you doing though, uh, other than that? How you doing today? I'm doing well. You know, we're recording in the evening and, yeah. you know, usually we like to record, you know, when the sun is out, right. but, but it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's good to just be on here and be able to sit down with you and kind of, you know, enjoy the whole day and not break it up. And then, and then end the day with this, you know, this is yes. wonderful, you know, well, Shire, let's, let's talk about it because, um, on my quick casts and you make, you guys may hear the kids in the background. Excuse us if you do. But on my quick cast earlier this week, Shire, you know, and in general, I'm, I'm talking about the recession, right? And one thing that I said was, is podcasts like this and others that you, the listener may may listen to that talk about financial literacy, none of us has really created content and podcasted and, and brought you this type of content during a bad market. Yes. None of us has done that because this is a fairly new movement, right? And so I'm interested to see, you know, what the landscape is going to look like when, you know, there's uh, the fads like we're going to talk about today 
are, are less likely to to be successful. The financial fads, the the hacks and the the different financial tricks and, uh, you know, just hacks in general that 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 were taught during it during a good market. You know, those, those things aren't really going to be preached and they're not going to work at the same level during a down market when you should be getting back to basics. Right. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some of those fads today. Shire. I love that you brought this topic up. Uh, we're going to be talking about financial fads that we foresee will not work or that, that will wear off going into the end of 2022 and into 2023. Yes, I am definitely. Yeah, sorry. I'm definitely excited about this topic. And I know that we've had fun like brainstorming some of the what we're calling to be fads. So things that were in style that are kind of making their way out of style. Yeah. And this happens, right? This happens, right? You look at fashion, you know, uh, baggy jeans. You know, I was baggy, baggy McGee. You know, I had my five X white T-shirts, you know, when I kind of when I met you. (laughs) And now, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for an extra medium T-shirt now. I want them a little tighter. I want my jeans to fit a little tighter. So things go in and out of style. But, yeah, you're right. We're going to talk about some of those uh, things that are we foresee going out of style in the financial community. Yes. And so the first one is hashtag van life. Yeah, talk about this one, Shia. This was interesting. And I don't know how many of our listeners fell into this, uh, what I'm calling a fad, mm-hmm. um, but it became really popular. And, you know, that you would see shorts, you would see yes. TikToks of people living in their van and showing, like, a day in a life. Right. And in a way... Um, kind of glorified that lifestyle like yeah. it was a way to escape high cost of living um to not have to like pay rent to be mobile yes and now there are people who were engaged in that lifestyle that are really coming out saying it's not all it's cracked up to be mm. and so there was an article that posted i think that this particular story is on several different websites um but I just pulled it off of Yahoo Finance and it's titled uh, Van Life is Just Glorified Homelessness. <laughs> Says a 13 year old woman who tried the nomadic lifestyle and ended up broke. Wait, Shire, 13 year old woman or how old was she? Oh, Lord. Did I say 13? You said 13 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Yeah. She's a 33 year old okay, woman. Okay, I'm with you, I I'm apologize. With you. So, no, good. a 33 who tried the nomadic lifestyle and ended up broke, mm. right? The total opposite of why people go into this lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so some of the things that she talks about, um, there's a quote of her saying that, you know, she felt like she was the only person in the world living alone mm. um, in her car. Um, and she also talked about how before she in embarked on this uh, van life journey, how all of her uh, videos and TikTok, uh, her her algorithm, her algorithm, the things (laughs) that were for you was just littered with van life. And it really uh, seeing that kind of convinced her to go on that journey. 
And so um, the article goes on to say she finally took the plunge after receiving a notice um, a year ago that Mm -hmm. the rent on her one bedroom apartment was increasing. So she used her savings to buy a non-converted van for $5,000. But soon the the reality of van life, uh, she found that it wasn't all that sunny. And Mm. she did begin documenting her lifestyle on TikTok. I was going to say, I know the content creation was 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 a package deal to that, too. Right. I'm going to go on the road, I'm going to live in a van, and I'm going to film it. But go ahead, keep going. Yes, yeah, so that was definitely a part of that. Um, but the article goes on to note that gas was high, mm-hmm. it was lonely on the road, mm. and the van often needed repairs. And she said that it, it all put her on edge. Mm. And she said, uh, van life is harder than what it seems like in videos, um, she says that it's harder than I would have thought, honestly. Dude, you, there's got to be some anxiety attached to it. You're pretty much living homeless. I mean, yeah, you, you're living, you living. I mean, you're homeless, and there's no, there's no it's, way. Well, you're living in your van. In your van, your van is your home. I, I, to me, Shire, you know what always scares me is just even with going on long trips in a car, and you get tired, and they're like, if you're tired, uh, you know, you should get, pull over and go to get some sleep. That is the most unpeaceful car sleep is the most unpeaceful sleep there mm-hmm. is because you're wondering, you hear things, stories about Michael Jordan's dad pulling over and going to sleep. You hear these stories of people getting snatched out their car and carjacking. I can't sleep on in a car on peacefully. I just can't do it. I feel like mm-hmm. somebody's going to come up and crack my window and snatch me up out of here or do something. So imagine living like that. Like, no. Yeah, but a lot of people do. You know, she was in a, a van, you know, it was 5000 mm-hmm. so she probably had to put some money into it to get yeah. it up to par. And, yeah, security, safety, mm-hmm. feeling alone. Um, And then the thing that stood out to me was that she went broke. <laughs> like, you know, and so the article talks about how, um, how she would have to, like, eat junk food or, like, buying food from gas stations. Mm-hmm. Um. And depending on your van, you know, you might not be set up to have, you know, long-term storage of food. Right, right. And so the quality of food that she was having to eat, it just wasn't I mean, wasn't very fun. Um, she said finding restrooms was difficult. I was going to say bathing. Where are you bathing at? Like, Taking showers was difficult. Some people have a gym membership, but it sounds like she was on the road. And so that might not have, have applied to her. Mm. She said that when the weather became ex- too extreme, she didn't feel safe, mm-hmm. and sometimes she would rent an Airbnb. Now we all know how expensive Airbnb <laughs> get you can an be. Apartment and stop playing. I mean, so it it just it it just shows how you know when a person is an influencer, that means that they are doing things to influence the way that others live their lives. Mm-hmm. And so, how the story goes is that she kept seeing these videos. Mm-hmm. And she thought, wow, maybe I can I can do this too. And I feel a, a lot of people were doing that. I mm-hmm. mean, there was that story about the young lady and her boyfriend taking a road trip, hashtag van life. Mm. And it didn't turn out so well for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, you can't be in close quarters like that. No. You know, <laughs> especially Ooh. if you're having uh, relationship issues, that's probably... Right. You know, you want to seek out a therapy mm-hmm. instead of an on-road adventure. Yeah. So it, I just think that this is something that might slowly 
be something of the past and maybe it won't be as popular. No, I truly think so too, Sean. Now, let me ask you, do you see a, uh, a big difference between van life and the, uh, the tiny house living or the camper life living? Do you think there's a, a distinct difference between those two kind of fads? Because I know like the camper life thing was like big uh, during uh, COVID where people would get RVs and kind of do that thing. Do you see a thin line between these two st- types of ways of living or are they uh, uniquely different in mm-hmm. your opinion? Well, I would say that not all not all vans are created equal, yeah, just like true. not all tiny homes are created equal. Yeah. But th- for me, there's just something maybe I'm just a little bit claustrophobic. claustrophobic. I, I just space. I just can't. And I think that sometimes uh, that life might work if a person is single or mm-hmm. if it's just them and their partner. But when you start to have children, a a lot of times people will do the tiny house. And the next thing you know, they're living in a regular size house because it just doesn't meet the needs of their family anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to just go here, Shia. But when it's time for some adult time and them kids is right ne- right there. How do you do that? I mean, that ain't that's not a good feeling. <laughs> I need I mean, y'all to be on the other wing of the house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. I have no clue. Well, it, it, I don't as, know that tiny houses if I feel I think that tiny houses will be around. Will be around. Yeah, But for this sure. whole glorified I'm just living in my car, girl. You know, I'm just gonna stop over here and just wash up. Remember <laughs> that guy that worked at Google Shire was making like six figures? And he, he bought a truck and lived on the Google, in the Google parking lot, just in the bed of his truck. That was like super popular a couple few years ago. So, yeah, I think that's definitely kind of a fad. Yeah, you know? but wasn't he like in San Francisco? Then, yeah, he was in I San mean, Francisco. if you living in Frisco, I would give you a little bit of empathy. But then at the same time, I'm not because yeah. you can drive to Sacramento. I mean, there are towns outside of San Francisco that are going to be a lot more affordable. So you just Mm -hmm. don't want to drive. It's not that you don't have the money. So if you want to live in a car to each his own, I would never shame someone for, for uh, doing hashtag van life. But what we're talking about is things that are fads, things that are popular in this example. It clearly shows that this life was glamorized, but now we have someone coming out saying, uh uh-uh. uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be, and you're not gonna get. Well, I guess you can get views on that if, on TikTok if you're like, "Wow, this really sucks." Yeah. You know, maybe she's exposing, um, exposing uh, the reality, right? And you that you have so few people that are willing to do that. Yeah. So kudos to her. That. I think we're gonna touch, that. Yeah, we're gonna touch on something similar to that a little bit later. But Shire, let's move on to the next one. Uh, before we do, though, I remember. Uh, Eddie Murphy on uh, this show with Seinfeld where they, he just interviews other comedians and Eddie Murphy was saying like, imagine a homeless person, what they think about people who go quote camping. <laughs> it's like, Oh, y'all do doing this for fun. Yeah. Like you just living in your car for fun mm-hmm. because you wanted to just, you want you want some content. Meanwhile, this is this, I'm really out here. I really do this, you know? Yeah. So I, I thought mean, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like you mentioned that, that bit before and i mean there's one thing to do it because you want to do it and then there's it's a whole nother thing to do it because you you have to to do it and i think that she you know in her situation her rent was going up but Mm -hmm. she did she was gainfully employed yeah it didn't say that she couldn't afford the increase um but to each his own own. and we'll see if this uh trend continues in 2023 yeah, absolutely, Shire. 
well, let's talk about the next one. Number two, which uh, I really want to hear your, your thoughts on this. The it's kind of a combined thing. The Great Recession. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The Great Recession. <laughs> sorry, y'all. The Great Resignation. Yes. Quiet quitting and what's called uh, overemployment. So pretty much what we think is a fad that we'll see we're off is just the the overall flexibility of the overall leverage that an employee has had in the recent past when it comes to, you know what, I'm not feeling this. I'm leaving this job. I'm going to this one. Or I'm not feeling this. I'm quitting my job to film content. Or, you know what, I'm going to get two full-time remote jobs because there's just so many jobs, so little people. We think that that is something that that is going to dissipate as the recession tightens the, the the market, the job market, and people start to want to, you know, cut things to 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 help their bottom line. What do you think about that, Shire? You 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 participated in the Great Resignation. So, what are your thoughts? You think you're still going to be able to? You still you you you're still bold enough to? <laughs> yeah, to I say mean, I'm about here. That yeah, I I agree that. In 2023, I do believe that um, we'll have less folks walking away from jobs. And I participated in the great resignation. You know, I left uh, a job and I, we did a whole podcast on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret my decision in, in leaving. And I feel that I'm in a much better place. And I'm happy for that. Yes. Uh, but the question is, you know, as... The job market changes as interest rates increases, Mm -hmm. as many companies are doing layoffs and some companies, larger companies are planning layoffs. Mm -hmm. Does the great resignation still make sense in today's climate? And I would say think twice. Yeah. So there is an article on Forbes that just came out today. Mm -hmm. Um, then definitely check it out. It's called The Great Resignation. Quiet quitting right now. Is it safe to quit a job in a recession? And it, it no. might depend, right? <laughs> I, I think that maybe the answer is it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on the industry that you're in. Depends on the type of opportunity mm-hmm. that you're seeking out or the opportunity that has been presented to you. So you would have to weigh those pros and cons as to whether you leave where you are now and take a, a a leap. Yeah. The other thing is, is that if you're in a, a company and maybe you're anticipating layoffs, then you're going to want to be proactive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You, you will want to seek out um, other employment. Dust so, that resume off perhaps, right? Get ready. Definitely. I say always, always be ready. Yeah. And, you know, certain industries you probably need to be more, more, more ready, ready than, than others, others. Yeah. you know? And so really understanding your job, um, having an awareness of, you know, is my job going to be around? Mm-hmm. Am I likely to be impacted, you know, by a recession? And if so, making sure that your resume is on point, Yeah. Um, you know, have a second pair of eyes, work with a, a, a coach or a resume writer, mm-hmm you know, to, to get prepared, but the great resignation, that's what we're talking about. I don't know that it will continue into 2023. Yeah. 
the the great resignation, the overemployment, working two jobs, full time jobs, is it uh was a direct correlation to there being more jobs available than there were employees. And as like we said earlier, as uh the jobs begin to do layoffs and tighten tighten up ship, um, you know, it's gonna be less mobility, less flexibility there. Just to do a deep dive shire from what I've been researching, uh when interest rates were low going back to 2021, uh, not only were people like us who were looking to get in the housing market getting money, getting mortgages and th- different things like that, but businesses also were borrowing money because money was so uh, cost effective. It was such low cost to borrow. You know, uh, businesses were borrowing money to uh scale up to increase their business to add to their businesses and do different things like that and uh unlike you know mortgages business uh loans oftentimes aren't fixed they're oftentimes very flexible and so now these businesses are seeing that the money that they got when the interest rates were low those interest rates are now affecting them right and if they're use of those funds didn't yield more business now they're kind of like in the in in the red and so what they'll do oftentimes is they'll let go of employees in large and large numbers we're seeing mm-hmm. uh walmart doing that we're seeing a bunch of different companies do that and so that's definitely going to increase in going into 2023 and so i just think there'll be less flexibility for people to just up and up and do whatever uh job yeah wise. and let let's uh let me take a step back okay. so just to clarify what overemployment is mm-hmm. overemployment is a little bit different than the great resignation yeah. overemployment is when people work two remote full-time jobs right. usually with overlapping hours at the same time <laughs> so scaleless, that's they scaleless, boy. you know so that's not something that you i don't think that's ethical to do yeah, you probably shouldn't have been doing that from jump and <laughs> but i get it though but i think a lot of people that were doing that have been getting caught and being okay. ter- and being let go being Ooh. terminated wow yeah and so, so that's a fad that didn't last very long. That's huh? a fad. People still might be doing it, but I think as you know, jobs get slick and mm-hmm. fit, find ways to uh, find folks out. Mm-hmm. Just the possibility of being fired is enough for some people to not want to engage in that type of behavior. So, yeah. And what happens to Shire is an employer letting go, uh, cutting, trimming the fat, so to speak. A lot of times, if you're a part of the the individuals that still stay on the job, now your job load has increased. Increased, so right? So you're not going to be able to just be half butt doing doing these jobs when your load has increased. You're going to really need to stay hyper focusing. And so, yeah, those are all results of the recession and 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 how it's going to affect uh, folks going into next year. So, Shire, the next one, number three. The third fad that I, I, this is the fad that I really want to see go away. And, and, and I'm going to try not to get into trouble here, Shia, so I'm going to need you to pull my coattail if I need to. But the fake guru fad. Okay, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we had a gentleman on who specializes in really calling out these people, right? His name is JT, the pocket watcher. Shout out to JT. We had him on. And he really highlights 
fake guru tendencies. And, and these are people who present themselves as financial experts many times to sell you some type of product, product or service. Uh, and the product or service that they sell, they don't use to make money, right? So they'll sell you a dream or a hope or an idea and they'll say, they'll use their lifestyle to sell you this thing, but they don't do the thing, right? Their lifestyle is created by you purchasing the hope that they present to you. And I think we're getting into a phase where it's like people like JT calling that out and people are just having less disposable income to contribute to bull like that. These these get rich quick courses and schemes and, and things like that. Things that it's like are kind of trying to cheat you, you know, trying like if you if you do this, you're going to be rich. anything that's like you can be rich in X amount of months. Come on now, like. Don't give your money to that. And I think people are starting to smarten up, Shire. And I think yes. going forward, we're going to see a lot less of those people succeeding in their fake guru tendencies. What do you think? Yes. I don't think that the fake gurus are going anywhere oh, in no, 2023. They <laughs> They're not going anywhere. However, I think that people, by and large, are smarter. Like you said, yeah. most people are not going to have the disposable income to engage in some of some of those things anyway. Yeah. But I think that there is, there is a growing awareness Yes, because I feel like there's a lot of, um, not a lot, but there are, are some people who have dedicated their platforms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to exposing people and to just, uh, bring awareness to, uh, to scam so that we yeah. can be smarter and be wiser with our finances and with our financial choices. Yes, not I, to say that we haven't bought courses from other people because right. we, have. we have not to say that we don't have a course we do, mm-hmm. but we're speaking from uh, a place of truth, yeah. um, transparency mm-hmm. and not out to uh, to get folks right. because we go to work every day. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so um, I yes, I think that by and large, we're not falling for it. Yeah. And I think it's it's two parts, Shire. It's it's uh we have to be careful because there are also people that I don't want to say only fake fake gurus are only folks that sell something that they don't do because that's one part of it, right? Okay. But there are times when a person may sell something or the idea sell the idea of something that they have done and have been successful in, but that thing was a one in a million shot, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I made money in this and now because I was able to do this miraculous thing, I all of a sudden can teach anybody and their mama how to do the same thing if for the low, low price of blank 97, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think you got to be leery of those. But like folks that are teaching, you know, something that is like not uh, – what's the word I'm looking for, Shai? Because there's things that like require work that I think – you know, can be taught that are that are healthy and that that can help you in a certain area. But those things that are like very obsolete, like uh, how to make money doing this or how to do something doing that, it's like that's rare. That's just like not everyone can do that. Those well, are the things that I think people yeah. or people will be looking out for and saying, you know, what I don't want to give my money to just any old thing. Yeah. But what are you gonna say? I think that sometimes uh, we neglect the aspect of time. Mm. That when people 
when they achieved their success doing whatever it was, it was during a certain window of time. Yes. And you can't go back to that. Yes, you know, sir. and a really good example is like when we purchased our our first condo. Mm-hmm. It was around, you know, eighty six, eighty seven thousand. Yeah. And we paid it off. You know, hence Black Mary debt free. Right. That's where it came from. We had, you know, we paid off all of our consumer debt and we paid off our primary residence. Right. But that was when the market had crashed. That, that would be like me teaching you, Shire, how to get a house in California for eighty six thousand dollars. <laughs> Here, here's my course. I'm gonna tell you how yeah. to do that. You can't do it now. You can't do you it cannot now. Cannot type in Sacramento and find a house for under one fifty, two hundred thousand. I mean, they don't exist anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I think by and large that, and maybe it's just me being hopeful that people will right. smarten up, wisen up, and people will be more um, conscientious of like. Uh, crowdfunding yes. like hey <laughs> let's put our money together we're gonna buy an entire town oh, or hey let's put our money together we're gonna we're gonna build a school and it's just like sorry you're taking me there keep your money in your pocket <laughs> keep your listen to marcus right now keep your money in your pocket for the next season y'all yes okay like this is not the time to be trying nothing nothing crazy like you want to prepare for what's to come because I don't think we really understand the magnitude. I just said on the front end, not only have con- not only have financial literacy content creators uh, and I say 99 percent of us have weren't creating content during a recession. A large portion of us weren't even a fully grown adults during the last recession. <laughs> OK, so I don't think we really understand what is potentially on the horizon. Right. This is like. Everything I'm reading is just saying 2023 is going to be really a tightening of the economy. And so you need to tighten your personal finances, too. And you ain't got fake guru money right now. No. Uh, So so just just keep your money in your pocket. And Marcus, you know, I just love how you said that, because who's going to come out and say, you know, I haven't I'm I'm an influencer and I haven't I've never been an influencer during a recession. Yeah. Nobody will say. No. Yeah. And what influencer? What influencer is going to say, I'm just figuring this out and I'm just I'm just trying to create content so that I can stay afloat. Right. Who's going to say that? Nobody. Nobody's going to say that. Everybody's going to come off as an expert. They're going to come off like they know what's best for you. They're going to, you know, give you courses entitled recession proof that were created when there wasn't a recession. So, like, how do we know if it is like JT said, (laughs) I heard the pocket watcher say. That's like me saying this article of clothing is fireproof. Well, have you ever used it in a fire? Nah, nah, but I think it is though. Like so yeah, we're all we're all building this ship as we go. And so you need to be leery of who you listen to and definitely leery of who you give your money to. Yes. Keep your money in your pocket. Yes. And so that is a financial fad. I don't think people will be falling for it. Yeah. In Hopefully not, man. Twenty twenty three. I don't think people are going to be, uh, you know, but these are only predictions. These are only predictions. These are our predictions. We could right, be Shai? totally wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, the fake gurus could continue to rise and we can, you mm-hmm. know, people could still be giving them money. People could still be quitting their jobs and living in their vans yeah. in 2023. I have no clue. We don't know. <laughs> these, are, these are just predictions yeah. of what, you know, the world may or may not look like. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Next year. 
Absolutely. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary Defrey podcast. Uh, if you did, do us a huge, huge favor, y'all. We need to get these five star reviews up, y'all. Help us out with that. If you listen to us and you've never left a review, please do on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or whatever platform you're listening. We really appreciate it. Shire, any final thoughts? No, just thanks for hanging out with us today. Yep. All right, y'all. We're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. We out. Peace. Bye.